0: Welcome to Tropeful, a weekly look at how trope influences our understanding of our texts. I'm Cantor David Reinwald, and we are back this week as we look at the second portion of Deuteronomy, Parashat VaEtchanan, the portion that features the Shema and Hafta. Come join me. Thank you for holding fast to the podcast, as I unexpectedly was not able to put out an episode for the start of the book of Deuteronomy last week. And I have been waiting to discuss this week's portion ever since I started the podcast at the very beginning. I knew that I had to get this back up and running this week for my tropeful exploration of Parashat Khanan, even if I was releasing this right as Shabbat began. This portion... Parashat Va'et Hanan is so elemental to trope as we know it today, and that is because it includes the Ve'ahavta. Now, while for centuries the Ve'ahavta was not chanted simultaneously out loud, but more likely it was a personal prayer davened as it still is found in a traditional setting, The Velhafta today is such an essential public prayer in both the reform and conservative movements, nearly always chanted in simultaneous public fashion. The Velhafta itself contains all of those most basic tropes, and it doesn't really go much beyond that. This is quite appropriate, as it is a text of the most basic tenets, summarized, so to speak, as many things are in this final book of the Torah. It does not rely on the more intricate tropes that we have paid so much attention to in the past to make their point. Everything that it outlines is equally as important verse to verse, and thus the trope equalizes that in its basicness. The unique thing about the way our liturgy is structured, when we chant the Ve'ahavta, we begin with our most ancient of musical styles, and then right next door, we move to the Mi'cha Mocha, yet another of our most musical traditions, but one that by its very nature has drawn composer after composer, composition after composition, bringing new melodies forward, seeking to further the depth of the evolution of a song of freedom and how it has carried forth throughout the ages. Yet with the Verhoefte, not as many musical explorations have been made of this over the years. There is... Definitely a desire to remain closer to the text, to honor and cherish these words which stem from what I always heard described as the watchword of our faith when I grew up in the Reform Movement. And that, of course, is referring to the Shema, also chanted with very rudimentary, basic trope. When chanted, that verse sounds like this. Shema Yisrael! Adonai Eloheinu, Adonai echad. Now, there is one single element that I would like to point out, and perhaps you heard it. It is the pause between the last two words, the mafsik, between Adonai and Echad. What does that mean there? Adonai, pause, is one. I don't have one overarching answer, but there is no doubt that the very act of placing a pause right between these two words draws our ears and minds to those words, perhaps signaling the importance of those above the rest of every other word in the very short but pertinent verse. But now, getting back to the the hafta. I was so drawn to wanting to discuss this portion since beginning the podcast because the theme song that I chose to use for Tropeful, which I gave a lot of thought to, is actually the accompaniment to Cantor Israel Goldstein's gorgeous setting of the Velhafta, a setting where he used both Hebrew and English. The theme song just uses about the first 20 to 30 seconds or so of the piece, but it is in that section that he modernized the trope to become a melody without really ever changing the trope or the melody itself. So let me first chant for you the first opening words of the Ve'ahavta, and then let's cue the theme song and we will compare. Ve'ahavta et Adonai Elohecha ve khol vav kha u ve u me So I hope you heard it there. I'm going to play it one more time and this time I'm going to sing with it so you can really hear where the trope and the melody of this composition come together in brilliant fashion. The first of the three, As you think about that, I hope you heard there what he has brilliantly done in his beautiful composition. Additionally to this composition, the late Israeli composer Yehez Kelbron set the text of the Ve'ehavta in such a spoken, trope-like manner, sung first by solo voice, then opening up to a celebratory choral setting, while continually paying such honorable tribute to the text. I've included a link to a performance of that setting by colleagues of mine who were on a tour several years back uh, when they were in the Vatican. And you can find the link to that performance on the TROPFUL website if you are accessing the podcast via a podcast app. The website for TROPFUL is found at tropeful.net. I really hope you are able to find new insights on this very well-known text this week. And may those insights hopefully be ones that are imbued With Melody. Until next time, be tropeful. And now, just a little bit more of Cantor Goldstein's The Ahavta.